Um, hi. Uh, now, this report has compiled several individual cases of mm. uh, violations. Mm. And you have also told that there is a pattern in it and it's being conducted in a systematic manner. Uh, Tamil Net and many other Tamil media organizations have been arguing that these patterns indicate genocide and that this charge must be investigated. What is your opinion on this? Well, on that particular issue, Human Rights Watch has not taken the view that this is genocide. We've certainly taken the view that systematic human rights abuses have been perpetrated by the government of Sri Lanka against elements of the Tamil population. We've documented that in considerable detail over the years. But we've also, I mean, we're an independent, impartial human rights organization. We've also documented abuses committed by the LTTE over the years as well. So we, our job as a human rights organization is to look at rights abuse, to document it, to expose it wherever it happens. Uh, we've been very concerned that in the final months of the Sri Lankan civil war in early 2009, the best estimates are that something like 40,000 civilians were killed, mostly at the hands of the Sri Lankan military. That was the finding of the UN panel of experts report that reported into the UN Secretary General. There's been a complete failure on the part of the Sri Lankan government to investigate that, to hold anybody accountable, for anyone to face justice for those crimes. And that's why Human Rights Watch and others are urging very strongly that there needs to be a kind of international mechanism to investigate and to hold people accountable because the so-called lessons learned in Reconciliation Commission is frankly a bit of a farce. It's not a serious body. It doesn't have real power. It's not interested in investigating or holding anybody accountable. The Sri Lankan government was sort of cut a bit of slack by the international community on that one. People saying, well, let them have their chance to sort of address this. I think it's pretty clear now they're not prepared to use that mechanism or indeed any other mechanism to properly get to the bottom of what happened and the involvement of the Sri Lankan military and security forces in that abuse. Hence the need for more concerted international action, including the upcoming meeting and discussion on Sri Lanka, the Human Rights Council, which will take place in a few weeks' time. It's very important that governments around the world come together and demand that there is a strong resolution and strong international follow-up action, that there is an international mechanism to investigate abuses in Sri Lanka and to hold people responsible for those abuses to account. Okay. By international mechanism, do you mean an independent international investigation? Yes. Yes, that was essentially what was called for by the UN panel of experts report. He said that the panel, beside three people on the panel, said there needed to be, there was evidence that around 40,000 civilians may have died, but there needed to be a proper international investigative mechanism, international investigation to look into what happened, to identify who was responsible for abuse, who committed crimes, and to hold those individuals accountable. And of course, the Sri Lankan government goes to great lengths to dismiss all that, to deny the abuse, to say they're not prepared for that to happen. It will only change if there's really concerted international pressure on Sri Lanka of the kind that we've not seen up to this point which is why it's kind of particularly shocking that lots of governments around the world are going to go off to a, a glitzy summit in, in Sri Lanka in November and sit down and eat and drink with Mr. Rajapaksa at the same time as that government has completely failed to address the problem of impunity for war crimes. Okay. Uh, now, as regards the cases of uh, sexual abuse, mm -hmm. many months back, last year, yep. Tamilnet came out with a feature which uh, showed that uh, women especially former fighters belonging to the LTT were being systematically targeted by the Sri Lankan state, by the military and by its police. And some of the, uh, many of these extreme cases included forcible impregnation, uh, which even led to pe many of them committing suicide. Uh, do you think that uh, this needs to be addressed very clearly at an international forum? Yeah, I mean, all of these kinds of, I can just talk with more authority about the, the abuses that we've documented in the report we've launched this week. There are lots of other allegations and claims of abuse that have taken place over the, over the last few years, 
All of them need to be properly investigated. I mean, if claims of that kind are made, it's incumbent on the government of Sri Lanka to investigate them and to hold people accountable. If it's not prepared to do so, then there should be an international investigative mechanism. Because I think there, there is powerful evidence that this is not, as I said in, in the remarks in the press conference, this is not sort of random or just you know, criminal elements. There is method in this abuse. It's directed, it's targeted, it's designed for a purpose which is to intimidate and to inflict suffering and to terrorize and to extract information. And that, that, you know, sexual violence of that kind is a war crime under international humanitarian law and needs to be treated as such and the people responsible for it need to be held to account. Uh, last one. Uh, what is the responsibility of the co-chairs and the world powers which manage the peace process? Do you think that they have a moral and political responsibility to step in and address the question of the Tamils now? So who, who are you specifically referring to? The co-chairs, the European Union, yeah. the US, yeah. Japan. Yeah, yeah I and mean, they all have a responsibility. I mean, governments around the world have a responsibility to uphold international human rights. That's what they've signed up to not only in terms of their domestic practice, but in terms of the influence and pressure they bring to bear internationally. So all of these governments, particularly those that are involved in this process, have an obligation to press on human rights concerns, to ensure proper accountability in the way that we haven't seen up to now, and to ensure the people responsible for war crimes are held to account. And that's, there is a culture of impunity in Sri Lanka which really needs to be addressed, and that's one of the things that we're calling for as a sort of central recommendation from our report. Okay, thank you very much. Thank yeah. you, all the best. Bye.